0: For sure. And if I could find two boobies this week, I'd start them both. Is that talk with a couple of goobs? Is that talk cause the name starts with Z.
1: Is that talk with a couple of goobs? Fantasy football made easy to understand. <laughs>
2: Hello and welcome to the Easy Talk Fantasy Football Podcast, featuring Eric Lee and Zach G. Coming to you from the Easy Talk Studios in Ohio.
0: Hello, hello, you fantasy dummies, and welcome to Easy Talk Football, your
2: one-stop shop for everything fantasy football related. This is Eric Lee. I'm Zach G. And we got our producer behind the glass, B Shape. Hey. hey. We're gonna hit you off with some cool stuff, but before we get into anything today, it's it was official when we got our podcast, but now we have our own official Twitter, and we've had in we've had Twitter questions coming in left and right. Yes, we have. So if you guys want to follow us and hit us up at, at @EasyTalk on Twitter, hey Lee, why don't you hit him with this week's big news? Absolutely. Let's
0: start off with some notable injuries. And uh, first and foremost, let's take a look at Andrew Luck. Uh, Coach Pagano said he's trending in the right direction, but just today the Colts re-signed Josh Johnson. So I would keep a close eye on Luck's status. And uh, Marshawn Lynch, um, if you watched his pregame warm-ups, it looked like he's going to play Sunday, but keep a close eye on him as well. And let's uh, talk about Sexy Rexy's backfield, Carlos Williams and Shady McCoy. Um, Williams is undergoing the NFL's concussion protocol, and Shady is just going to miss some time. Um, and we're going to talk about his replacement a little later. And Dallas took another Hard hit. Lance Dunbar is going to be out for the season, and the Redskins lost their big-time tight end, Jordan Reed. He's going. He's uh, undergoing the concussion protocol as well as he messed up something in his leg. I'm not sure what it is, but you're going to want to find a replacement for him. And moving on, let's take a look at the bye weeks. Week five. Uh, has the Panthers, Dolphins, Vikings, and the Jets taking a break. So if you own players on those teams, uh, make sure you get them out of their lineups. And something really exciting this past week, I think we may have seen why the Rams drafted Mr. Todd Gurley. That was impressive. Uh, It was exciting for St. Louis fans as they watched him carry the ball 19 times for 146 yards. And it was against a tough Cardinals defense. And next? He faces a very exploitable Green Bay defense, so I'm looking forward to see what he's going to do in that game. A
2: really heady play there at the end of that game, too. He could have went in for the touchdown, but he went down to a run the clock out. Doesn't help fantasy players, but he's got the brains, and I think they're going to like that yeah. over there in St. Louis. Show some real maturity. And our producer, our producer may may
0: want to speak to this next portion. We had Kairos Santos, the Chiefs kicker. He hit seven field goals this past Sunday. Well, uh, yeah, yeah, I had him on FanDuel, and let's just say it's the uh, the reason I won. It was the reason he won. Sometimes it comes down to a kicker, folks. And uh, just to let you know, he was one shy of the record. Um, so that's that's a pretty exciting thing to happen for a kicker. And uh, Drew Brees, he threw his 400th touchdown pass, and it couldn't come at a better time. In overtime to C.J. Spiller to give them the victory over the Cowgirls 26-20. to <laughs> Now, in the news section, we got to talk about this. There has been a major scandal that has erupted from within fantasy sports. And, yes, of course, I'm talking about the alleged allegations of insider trading that have been brought against FanDuel and DraftKings. And let me just tell you what was going on, as far as I can tell. It's an employee from DraftKings. He won 350 k at a rival daily fantasy site. And here's the big deal. It's he used information that has not been made available to the public. And they equate that to insider trading. So there could be some fallout. There already is some fallout with advertisers. And um, I'm just interested to see what's going to happen moving forward. This is some Martha Stewart Enron type stuff. It's what we got going here. Someone's going to be locked up. I'd like to wrap up the news by talking about Matt Hasselbeck. Uh, the backup quarterback for the Indianapolis Colts. He became the first 40-year-old quarterback to start a game since some man named Brett Favre. You're going to get that one of these weeks. Oh, yeah. Well, it's an oldie but a goodie. And and here's what's what's really cool. Ed Hockley was working that game, and I think that Matt Hasselbeck was just old enough
2: to get some calls. (laughs) Cam Uh, Newton will be a little bit disappointed on that. uh, For sure. All right, now we're going to go ahead and head into my favorite section where we get to tell you what we got right, the segment we call You I guess I Should Have Listened. All right, to start it off, I'm going to talk about my call from last week from the Bills, the tight end, Charles Clay. He had nine receptions this past week for 111 yards. He did not have a touchdown, but he did have one called back. He dropped a few passes, so I really think that he's a good play going forward. And uh, you should have listened.
0: Yeah, for sure. I liked Clay's play last week. Um, I want to talk about two players that we called last week, and the first is Martellus Bennett, the Bears' tight end. Um, we told you he's going to have a big game against the Raiders, and he did. 83 yards and a touchdown. Uh, he accounted for 16 and a half fantasy points. And what about our boy Ted Gidd Jr.? Didn't have a lot of catches. Didn't have a lot of yards, but the balls he did catch, he made them count. He found the end zone twice, and he came up with 14.2 points for the Panthers,
2: and hopefully for your team. You should have listened. And if we're going to toot our own horns here on this segment, then I'm going to go ahead and tell you something that I didn't get right last week. I talked about Brandon Whedon's smoking Hot Wife. Well, turns out my wife listened to the podcast, and she let me know that it was actually Ryan Tannehill who had the smoking Hot Wife. Brandon Whedon's wife is attractive, but she's not the smoking Hot one, so if you look at Ryan Tannehill's wife, you'll find out she's in bikinis a lot. The opposite for Brandon Whedon's. Although I like brunettes, so I think I nailed that one. You guys judge for yourselves. Now, let's go ahead into this week's Sneaky sleepy picks.
0: you want Pillow?
2: Please go
0: away. Let me sleep for the love of God! I'm gonna start with uh, DMC Darren McFadden. And here's what I noticed. A lot of people are saying no to him this week. Let me tell you why we are not. With Lance Dunbar out, he's gonna see an increased role in the passing game. And here's what I noticed: Whedon was going to Dunbar a lot. And the running back committee got smaller in Dallas, and I'm expecting that to mean bigger numbers for DMC.
2: I like him going forward. All right. I'm going to go over to a tight end for the Chargers, Antonio Gates, coming off of a four-game suspension, didn't obviously do anything the past few weeks, but I think he's going to have a big week this week. Let me tell you some things. 2014, last year, he finished the number two overall tight end. He averaged 10.5 fantasy points per week, and he caught 12 touchdowns last season. He is a breakout player. He may be old, 32 years old, but he still got it in him. Okay, let me tell you some stats from this week. The Steelers are the 29th ranked defense against the tight end. Mm-hmm. I think Antonio Gates hops right into the game plan. He has a big week to kind of say, hey, I'm back. I'm ready to yep. roll. Let me tell you about last year, too. All those stats – he put up those numbers with a life-threatening toe injury. <laughs> he's always got one of those. Hey, and something else to throw in there? He had nine games last year with nine or more points. Oh, I believe it. I believe it. He's been on my teams.
0: I like him. I'm going to move on and talk about my man, Chucky Sims, Charles Sims. Uh, now, he's, he's behind Doug Martin, but, but he's established himself. As a change of pace back and uh, he sees a lot of work in the passing game and he's got 108 yards and two touchdowns through the air so far this season but his workload is increasing and he was already seeing 35 to 45 snaps a game and I think that's going to continue to grow he's had a couple of nice weeks and he's making some moves on the field and I think they're going to plug him uh, into the offense a little bit more so I like Charles
2: Sims moving forward especially this week and everybody's kind of down on Doug Martin. He did have a good game, but Charles Sims is, is looking to step in there. Okay, I'm going to go to a running back for the Titans, Antonio Andrews. We all know that that Titans running back core is kind of shaky, but Antonio Andrews has kind of emerged as the man there. Last game, obviously they were on by last week, so the week before, 12 attempts for 49 yards and a touchdown. Six more touches than Bishop Sankey had oh, yeah. that same week. He's going to be the goal line back. And he has a great matchup coming up in the following weeks. This week is not such a great matchup, but I still think he's the guy there. Um, so somebody you might want to snatch up and, and hold on to for the following week because it could be uh, the changing of the guard there.
0: Yeah, for sure. And just uh, some advice to fantasy owners. Bishop Sankey, quit trying to make him happen. It's not going to happen. We've been trying for years. It's never going to happen. It's not going to oh, happen. Uh, on, the, the baton has passed. And um, let me talk about a couple whiteouts. Uh, The first one is Tavon Austin. He had a huge week last week. He hauled in six catches for 96 yards and two touchdowns. Um, He's becoming a more consistent part of the Rams offense. And um, I expect he'll see some more open downfield looks if Gurley can run the ball like he did last week. So I like Austin moving forward. He's a spunky little man with good hands. I also want to talk about Jamison Crowder real quick last week. Now get this, he had 12 targets and he caught seven of them for 65 yards. He's not got in the end zone yet, but his increased role with Deshaun now, even if Jackson comes back, Jordan Reed is gone, and I think Crowder is going to see those targets. So I like his involvement in the Redskins. And Kirk Cousins is throwing the ball pretty decently, and I think Crowder is going to be able to haul some in for him out there in Washington.
2: All right, I'm going to go ahead for my next sneaky sleepy play and go over to Buffalo where Rex is trying to bring Sexy back. He's channeling his inner Justin Timberlake – and this week he's unveiling Booby Dixon.
0: You talking about Anthony Dixon?
2: Yeah, yeah. Anthony Anthony Richard Booby Dixon. That's more than a mouthful. Hmm. The running back for the Buffalo Bills. Carlos and Shady are both looking like no-gos this week. So look for the Bills to be flashing Booby all day. We know the Bills like to milk the run game and I believe Booby is the perfect guy for it. Booby is big, well-rounded, and tough to grab. I really think Booby will bring a bounce back to that run game and prove to be more than a handful for that Titans D. Honestly, tit for tat, pound for pound, however you want to look at it, at $4,500, Booby is the breast RB value this week. So, what I'm saying is get your hands on Booby and don't let go. You could be fondling greatness here, people. FanDuel, DraftKings, standard PPR, it, it honestly doesn't really matter. There will be a lot of Booby in my fantasy this week. For sure. And if I could find two boobies this week, I'd start them both. And then to go ahead and end this segment, we'll just do some rapid fire daily fantasy values, uh, some stacks, some things like that that uh, we'd like to hit you up with so that you can have a better daily fantasy lineup. You want to hit us off first? Yeah, I'll start with a couple of stacks, and uh, my
0: main stack this week is Blake Bortles and Alan Hearns from Jacksonville. The past two weeks, they've combined for 32 and 39 points, and actually, Alan Hearns is leading the Jags in receptions, and Blake Bortles is being asked to pass the ball a lot. They face off with Tampa Bay, and although Tampa Bay's defense does not give up a lot of yards to opposing quarterbacks, there is one thing they do allow. They've uh, let opposing quarterbacks average a QBR rating close to 100. Last week, they allowed Ginn Jr. to score two touchdowns and this week I see Allen Robinson from the Jags will get most of the attention, which leaves Hearns open and he'll have a repeat. Blake Bortles will feed him the ball, and this investment can net you a big return. Also want to talk about the Kansas City stack. We got Alex Smith and Jeremy Macklin. Now we know the they don't produce. Attack. Yeah, the <laughs> attack. We know they don't produce a lot of touchdowns, but here's what they do produce gobs of yards and I think uh, against the Bears this is the week where the Mack Attack could find the zone uh, once maybe two times and I think he'll at least have a lot of yards and uh, it's a good value so it's a good value stack to play. I like both of those. Um, it sounds like Hearns and Bortles are your main squeeze this week huh? Um, I, I'm really liking Bortles. I think I'm even going to pick him up for my fantasy roster uh, to fill in for David
2: okay. Carr. All right I'm going to hit you with a couple daily fantasy values. First off, Jameis Winston, $6,400. They play Jacksonville this week. Um, They're the 23rd ranked defense against the quarterback. So, on the opposite side of Bortles, but I think that's a good value play if you're wanting a cheap quarterback. Um, Also, uh, some running backs I would hit. LaGarrick Blunt's only $6,200. A huge week before the bye. Mm -hmm. So, uh, he's somebody that's cheap that might be able to get you some things. TJ Yeldon is pretty cheap and he is doing very well. Another guy, $6,600. He's playing against Tampa Bay this week, who's 23rd versus the run, so that's another good play and a good value. A couple wide receivers, James Jones is still down there, $6,400. He's a value play. He gets targets. He's a red zone guy. Great play. And another one, Martavis Bryant, $6,100. Coming off off the suspension, but he's really cheap. And in the preseason, I don't know if you saw this, Lee, Vic, and Martavis Bryant had a connection in the preseason. They got to play together a lot, some big plays in the preseason. So I look for them to pick up right where they left off.
0: Oh, yeah, for sure. For sure. Um, let me mention Owen Daniels now. Uh, he's the Broncos tight end. He scored the last two weeks, and um, he's facing the Raiders this week. And you know what the Raiders have allowed to opposing tight ends, and it pretty much goes without saying, pick the tight end that the Raiders face. Um <laughs> the rest of the season until they show that they can stop that position. And I don't know if they're going to this year. Mm-mm. So look at Owen Daniels this week. I think he continues his streak and scores for the third consecutive week.
2: A couple more plays. Um, Leonard Hagerson, $6,000. He is the number two target in that prolific offense they have running in atlanta so he's had some big big weeks and i think he continues that roddy white's kind of complaining a little bit a lot but leonard hankerson is a guy that i would keep there if you want a value play that could have big time potential also delaney walker another tight end 5400 he's playing the bills which are the 26th ranked against the tight end and if you're looking for a cheap defense i always like to start off with the cheap defense tampa bay is playing jacksonville um, that goes against that Jacksonville stack, but if you're not going with that stack, I would look to try to pull Tampa Bay at 4000 the very cheapest, for a defense. You got anything else for us? Nope, that's it.
0: Um, I think we go ahead and move on to our game preview. game preview. This week we're going to be taking a look at the Ravens and the Browns game. We have a big game here. They're both 1-3. and three. The game's going to be played in Baltimore. And it's worth noting that the Browns have lost seven straight when they've traveled to Baltimore. And to uh, take a little deeper look at some fantasy
2: relevance that's going to be coming out of this game, Once not you uh, give us what you got, Zach? Okay, well, first of all, i like to mention these are both 1-3 and three teams. So this is a pivotal part of this season. Um, so whoever wins... Is going to continue on trying to play for something that, towards the end of the season. Whoever loses, is pretty much packing it up. Um, so it's it's got a whole lot there. Um, let's start off on the brown side of the ball. Isaiah Crowell, Duke Johnson, both of those guys are kind of putting up numbers. Duke Johnson, big week last week. Uh, what do you what do you think on that side of the ball?
0: Uh, yeah, Duke had a big game last week. Actually, McCown, uh, McCown, however you say his name, has been having a pretty. Uh, some pretty big games. He's actually put up like 42 points the past two weeks. Um, I bet our listeners are wanting to know if they should lace him or, or replace him, and I think that's something we're going to find out later. Yep. But um, I like the offense on the other side of the ball. Steve Smith, senior, he's going to be sidelined, and I think that opens up the door for Kamir Aiken. He averages 14 and a half. Every time he catches the ball, and he likes to catch the ball right where the the Browns' uh, secondary struggles—about twelve, four, 12 to fourteen yards out from the line of scrimmage—that's where Aiken makes most of his catches. And with um, Steve Smith out, I think Flacco and Aiken stack is a good value this week. And I think Aiken's going to make a lot of catches there, and he's he's going to he's going to probably. Um,
2: average fifteen to sixteen yards a catch. Okay. All right. Justin Forsett had a bounce back week last week, really brought it. 150 yards, no touchdown. You think he's gonna have a big week this week? I would assume so. I mean the Browns give up four hundred and six yards a game
0: on average. That's a gob of yards. They gotta go somewhere. I think Forsett could probably eat
2: up 130 of those. Okay. Hopefully he gets into the end zone as well so fantasy owners can have something to cheer about. Um real quick back to the Brown side of the ball. Gary Barnage, two weeks in a row, fairly big games. He seems to be the leading target man there. Um, obviously, Travis Benjamin is getting some uh, some attention there, getting some passes, but it looks like uh, the safety valve or whatever you want to call it is Gary Barnage. Two, touchdown in the last two weeks. I'll tell you this. He's actually the seventh-ranked tight end. You know where Jimmy Graham ranks right now? Outside top ten? He's just on the bubble. Top, he's in ten. He's the tenth-ranked tight end. So – um. Hey, Gary Barnage might be somebody to look at. Anything else you got on that game preview? Nope. Uh, that's it. Who do you like? You know, it's hard to go with the Browns, but I'm going to go ahead and go with the Ravens. <laughs> you know what? <laughs> it's hard to go with the Browns. And
0: I'm going to go ahead, and I'm going to go with the Browns. I like them. I, I like them this week.
2: Really? Yeah. Why, why not? <laughs> All right. Hey, you got a call for us, uh, B-Shape? Browns or Ravens? What you calling? I have no
0: idea. Our producer's gonna take the Bengals in that one. <laughs>
2: uh, does uh, is Johnny football play for the Browns or is that Johnny Manziel? Who he's knows? Kicker. Who knows? All right. Well, hey, guess what? He's we sick. we had such success last week with this segment, so we're gonna bring it back to you. We're we're getting ready to get Andy K on the line with you for this week's Lace Them or Replace Them. <laughs>
0: Last week, we introduced a new segment called Lace em or Replace Them, and along with that segment came a trusted fantasy source, Andy K., our West Coast analyst. Uh, can you say hello, Andy? We have him back.
1: Hey, guys. What's up? Thanks for having me again.
2: Andy, thanks for being on the show again. We really loved it. Got a lot of good feedback from our listeners on last week's segment, so we wanted to get you back in here. And let's just get things rolling quick. lay them or replace them on Michael Vick this week.
1: Michael Vick. The man is a dog. I mean, he fights like a dog. Literally, he fights dogs, (laughs) but I'm not sold on the 35-year-old vet. Uh, He had a pretty mediocre outing against a soft Baltimore pass defense. Uh, This week, he's uh, going up against the eighth-ranked overall uh, defense against QBs in the fantasy formats in San Diego. Um, he couldn't even get the ball to Antonio Brown. I think our producer B Shape could get the ball to Antonio Brown. Probably the best receiver in the league at getting open. Um, if you guys watched the game, you probably saw he was getting ran down by dudes that were about 300 pounds. Uh, he's just not the man he used to be. Um, one positive I will say the last time he played Monday Night Football back in 2010. It resulted in six total touchdowns. I think he went off for like 50-some fantasy points, but again, that was five years ago, so don't count on it. I'm replacing him.
2: Okay, and you know, I'll push back a little bit there. I do like Vic a little this week. I just think him and Martavis Bryant had a good connection in the preseason. But um, hey, if you replace him, you replace him. Yeah, sounds good. And uh, let's move on and talk about Mr.
0: Arrowhead (coughs) himself. Alex Smith, lace him or replace him?
1: Alex Smith, I like him. I'm going to say lace him. Um, especially if you got a QB on a bye week, he's probably available. Uh, he's a pretty solid option. He's pretty consistent, doesn't turn the ball over. Steady numbers, averaging about 17 points a game uh, in fantasy formats. Um, he does have a receiver in Jeremy Macklin now that provides a deep threat. Uh, he's got Jamal Charles, who they use heavily out of the backfield in the passing game. And he's going up against Chicago, who's ranked 22nd overall. So... Um, I would go with Laysom with Alex Smith.
2: Okay. Yeah. and yeah, Hey, everybody's lighting up that Chicago defense, so uh, that's probably a pretty good call there. How about that's some? True. How about some rapid fire here, um, quarterbacks? How about you hit us with Matthew Stafford? Kind of struggling for a little bit. Matthew Stafford, race, replace him or lace him.
1: Yeah, I, guys, I got to go with replace him with Matthew Stafford. He's, uh, he's had a tough road schedule so far this year. He's facing uh, the fifth-ranked Arizona defense. Things don't look to get better. Replace him.
0: What about Josh McCown? Lace him or replace him?
1: Guys, I really, I'm not feeling uh, Josh McCown this week. Replace him. Uh, He's got an away game against Baltimore. They're trying to reestablish their defensive identity. Kind of turned things around last week. It's an interconference game, usually low scoring and decided on the ground. Replace him.
0: You know what, I think I think the key word there is trying. I don't think Baltimore's gonna be able to establish their defensive identity this year. And McCown he's put up forty two the past two weeks um combined. So I think he might be a good play this week.
2: Hey, I'm it's gonna choose I'm gonna go ahead and yeah. back Andy up on that one. I think he replace him, but um to each his own. How about the man from Denver, formerly from Indiana, Peyton Manning? Lace him or replace him for Peyton?
1: Guys, Old Faithful's looking to bounce back. I'm going to go with Laysom. Uh, he's facing the 31st-ranked defense overall in, uh, in Oakland, who gives up over 300 yards a game through the air. Um, their run game did see some improvement last uh, last week, um, so that should open up some targets downfield. Go ahead and Laysom with Peyton.
0: Yeah, sounds good. Uh, let's move to the backfield. Um, Our boy Todd Gurley, big week last week, uh, but moving forward, what's his status going to look like? Lace him or replace him?
1: The Todd father, nothing Gurley about him. (laughs) Todd Gurley, lace him. Uh, He's facing the tough Green Bay run defense. They really took it to San Francisco last week, held my boy Carlos Hyde to 20 yards on the ground, but... Gurley exploded last week in the second half uh, against a tough Arizona defense, uh, one of the best in the league. Um, He had 19 carries for 146 yards. He accounted for 48% of the Rams' total offense. Uh, He's definitely the clear running back choice out in St. Louis. The backups, Cunningham and Mason together had four carries. So as long as St. Louis can keep keep them in the game, their defense can keep them in the game, keep Rodgers off the field, um, I think there's there's going to be a lot of work between the tackles. Let's lace them.
2: I, I don't know if that's possible to keep Rodgers off the field. Um, are, tell us, how, how are you going to handle Joseph Randall? <laughs> Joseph
1: Randall. Guys, i got to replace him. He managed just 26 yards against New Orleans, uh, 27th ranked run defense in the league. Uh, the guy is not smart. He nearly lost his second goal line fumble on a diving parallel play. <laughs> I'm thinking McFadden takes over uh, a couple of those carries, especially at the goal line, replacing.
2: You channeled your inner John Gruden Gruden there with that parolette. Sounded good, my man. Lighter wide,
1: two wide banana.
2: (laughs) Nice, nice. Uh, Moving on, let's go
0: to the Eagles and uh, talk about DeMarco Murray. And we want to know if you're high on DeMarco Murray. Lace him or replace him? (laughs)
1: <laughs> guys, put down the marijuana. Replace <laughs> <We'll do>. him. <laughs> he's not on the field enough to touch the ball and Chip Kelly said in his press conference he's not changing anything out there in, uh, in Philly. Replace him.
2: Okay. What about uh, our man Ronnie Hillman? Relay him or replace him for Ronnie Hillman.
1: Guys, this one was a tough one for me, but I got to go with re- uh, replace him. Um, you may consider him in your flex position or the daily fantasy league uh, at $6,600. I think there's some better options out there. Um, he did provide the first 100 yard game of the season for Denver, but most of that came on a 72 yard touchdown scamper. He's still CJ Anderson's backup. I got to go with replace him.
0: Okay, well, thanks for that advice. Uh, let's take a look at Devonte Freeman. Uh, It turned into the Falcons' workhorse. Um, Is he a flash in the pan, or does he uh, have long-term fantasy value? Lace him or replace him? I think
2: we have a lot of listeners that are interested in this one because this is a hot topic in the NFL this week. So, yeah, hit us with that one. Lace him or replace him?
1: Guys, I'm buying the hype with Devontae Freeman. Lace him. Uh, He does face Washington, who's the number two run defense overall. They're first ranked against fantasy rushers, but – Washington's numbers are skewed. They've played Miami, St. Louis, the Giants, the Eagles, all of whom are outside the top 20 in running offense. Uh, Coleman's returning, but Atlanta is likely to limit his participation uh, as he's recovering from that broken rib. I think Freeman's the real deal. Go ahead and lace
2: him. You don't have any reservation with uh, Tevin Coleman coming back, Tevin on earth, and taking over his, uh, his rightful spot as the starter there?
1: You know what? I really do like Coleman. I think he's going to be one of the best backs in the league at some point. But coming off that injury, he's nursing uh, that rib cage, So um, I think they they limit him just uh, because they have so much uh, stock in him in the future. So, okay. yeah, I think Freeman's the man out there this week.
2: All right. Thanks for that. Um, okay, let's jump over to some wide receivers. Um, Calvin Johnson, lace him or replace him?
1: Uh, this one was tough just because Stafford's been struggling so much, but I got to go with Laysom. Uh, he's seen 41 targets over the past three games. Um, The Lions kind of play with a no-lose attitude now that uh they're 0-4. Um, Stafford, you know, he'll do anything to get Megatron the ball. He's going to force it to him, even if that means turnovers. Uh, Arizona is ranked eighth um, as far as their defense goes against the pass, but um, their receivers did give up three touchdowns through the air to St. Louis. So I'm going to go with Laysom.
0: How do you feel about James Jones? Laysom or replace him?
1: Guys, I am jonesing on James Jones. He's the number one receiver out there in Green Bay. He's got over 300 yards receiving, four touchdowns. Uh, he's going up against the fierce St. Louis defense, but he's got Rodgers at the helm. Who's likely to get Jones the ball. So go ahead and lace him.
2: All right, all right. How about Allen Robinson over there in Jacksonville? him or replace him.
1: Allen Robinson, this is a high-risk, high-reward pick. I'm going to go with Laysom. Uh Robinson's a deep threat option. He averages 22 yards a catch. Uh, he's a good look at a potential flex or in your daily fantasy league, you can pick him up for $6,300. him.
0: Okay, sounds good. Uh, let's finish this segment off with a tight end. Uh, Jimmy Graham moved to Seattle. Uh, it's kind of confused out there. Everyone's wanting to know what they do with this man. Lace him or replace him?
1: Yeah, guys. Jimmy Graham's, uh he's been struggling lately. I'm going to go with replace him. He's uh, hes in the Seattle offense. They're 26th overall in offense. Even last week with Lynch out, that was his time to shine. He only managed four catches for 29 yards. This week, he goes up against Cincinnati. They're ranked 7th overall against tight ends in fantasy, but they're 27th overall in pass defense. Um, until Seattle figures out their offensive struggles, uh, i got to go with replace them with Jimmy Graham.
2: Okay. All right, you know I'd like to hit you with a bonus question. So uh, for this one, Super Bowl 50, halftime, we know we're not going to get any Justin Timberlake or Janet Jackson. Taylor Swift, lace them or replace them?
1: Taylor Swift, I got to go with Laysom, especially if you can get Booby Dixon out there with her shaking it off. Uh, the only thing that would make that better is if Kanye interrupted the show to talk about Beyonce. Laysom.
2: All right, so uh, thanks for tuning in, the Easy Talk Fantasy Football Podcast. Thanks to Andy K. for joining us on the line. We're looking forward to next week's segment of Laysom and him. Real good uh, session this week. Tune in next week. We got a special guest from... Polk County, Polk County, That's Florida. Florida, Sunshine State, the Sunshine State. At Mike Pola, the official rapper of the Easy Talk Fantasy Podcast. We're going to have him on the show, and uh, it's going to be a great week. Thanks for tuning in.
0: Yeah, uh, and just a reminder to our listeners: make sure that you uh, tweet your questions to at Easy Talk Football. Um, We are waiting uh, to receive those, and we'll send out timely answers to make sure your lineup uh, puts its best foot forward so you have your best chance to win each and every week. So just tweet those questions out at us. Peace. Live large.